Amen. Amen. Okay. Go to Luke chapter 6. Verse 24. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full, for you shall hunger. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers with the false prophets. Now, um, um, it is good to uh, stop um, and look at our Lord Jesus, what our Lord Jesus Christ was really teaching here, which um, the gospeler probably um, abridged or depends on who, um, who, since he was a historian, who informed him. Because our Lord Jesus has clear teachings on uh, riches. Okay, we go to Mark. Let us start with Mark. Okay, Mark chapter 10, verse 13. I uh, know, verse 17, I think. Now, as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him and asked him, good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. He answered and said to him, teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful for he had great possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus again answered and said to them, children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying among themselves, who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, with men, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Then Peter began to say to them, see, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, assuredly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father, or mother or wife, children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and last first. Okay, so 
it becomes clear what Jesus was teaching about riches. That the problem is not with the riches. The problem is not with the money. The problem is with the attitude to the money. The problem is with how we handle the money. You know, somebody sent a, a video to me about, um, oh, what did they call it? Um, oh, I don't know, it was Basinash, something about um, abundance or something, anyway, something like that. And I was listening to that and I'm like, where are we going with this? We need to, we need to teach people that the problem is not abundance. The problem is what, whether the thing is carrying you or you're the one carrying it. So, so Jesus said, the problem is not the riches. The difficulty that the rich man has in entering the kingdom of God is not with his riches. It was the, the attitude and the mind of, he has, you know, so Jesus said, to, to enter the kingdom of heaven, he has to divest himself of the power of riches and become uh, 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 um, poor in spirit so that he can inherit the kingdom of God. And of course, when I was young, I used to think that, um, <laughs> that the needle that um, uh, Jesus was talking about here was my mother's uh, uh, Nedu, that's always calling me to come and uh, uh, thread for her. <laughs> <laughs> but this needle, this needle is the postern gate, you know, you know, on the Shabbat, on the Shabbat, the, the main gate to the city is closed. But there is a, a postern gate, you know, that um, uh, people can walk through. But you are not supposed to bring goods in. So, but the, 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 when the society is no longer as spiritual as it was, they allowed traders um, to come in through the postern gate and camels have great difficulties, particularly with the load on their back, to thread through that uh, small gate to enter the city. That's, that's what Jesus was saying. And that's, that gate is called a needle, you know, that gate is called a needle. So, so our Lord Jesus is not talking about impossibility. He's talking about how wealth makes, makes us uh, 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 lax and accommodating and, and, and makes us uh, trusting in the wealth. I remember when um, um, a, a, a rich man's wife uh, first died, first wife died, at, uh, had, had quite a few wives, but there was the first one. He said to the press, you know, shame on money, you know. And then he said that he called his wife's name and said, if it was something money could do, you know we would have done it. You know? so, so that is a sort of helplessness uh, uh, that comes upon those who find that money has a limit to what it can do. You know? and, and so it is not good to trust in riches, but to trust in the living God. So, so this is the real lesson. Okay, now we'll go very quickly because um, we had quite a few, but now let us take this to today. Luke 12, Luke 12, um, verse 13. Then one from the crowd said to him, teacher, please tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. <laughs> but he said to him, man, 
who made me a judge or an arbitrator over you? And he said to them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Then he spake a parable to them saying, the ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself saying, what shall I do since I have no room to store my crops? So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my bands and build greater. And there I will store all my crops and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have many goods laid up for many years. Take your ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, fool, this night your soul will be required from, of you. Then whose will those things be which you have provided? Verse 21 is really the lesson. And so is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. So the problem is not the, the amount of resources one has been uh, uh, able to accumulate in their lifetime. No, that's not the problem. The problem is being rich towards God. You know, using these resources to, to promote the kingdom of God in the lives of men, using these resources to sow seeds of life that will grow unto eternity. So a lot Jesus is not against riches. He's not against wealth. You know, in fact, in John 10, 10, he said the thief comes to kill, to destroy. You know, but I have come that they may have life and have it abundant. So it's about the abundance life that our Lord Jesus Christ gives with both spiritual and material resources to live a life of contentment so that we can glorify God on the earth. So it is important to, to, to take this, our scripture, Woe to you who are rich. You know, it, there is, there is a, a layer that is not unveiled there. You know, the, 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 the understanding is not about that. The, the prob their problem is the wealth. No, that's not their problem. The problem is that they trust in their wealth. So they, have, they don't have poverty of the spirit, which a man needs to enter the kingdom of God. And that poverty of the spirit says, outside of the grace of God, I am nothing. Outside of, doesn't matter who I am, doesn't matter how, how successful I am in life, but outside of the grace of God revealed in Christ Jesus, outside of the forgiveness that God provides in Christ, I can make heaven. So that is, that is, that is the principal truth, okay? And then also, there is the, the, the question of receiving the reward here. Now, wh wh where does that connect? Now, here's how it connects. If I give you 10 naira, okay? And I say, how many people have you told? How many people have you told? I gave you 10 naira, you kept quiet? 
<laughs> you should you should tell everybody you see you know so that they will uh, know about my generosity and my kindness. Okay, so now if if all my good works are being advertised, people are hailing me. Don't don't, don't tell bother about going to heaven to look for anything. You've collected everything here, and that's what I keep warning people who are always wanting people to hail them. I said, leave some things for heaven. You know, leave some things for heaven. Because they say you've collected, you've collected your reward already here because everybody's hailing you. So it's important. And, and, and when, you, when you teach that, a lot of people misunderstand it. You know, they say, oh, maybe because you're not as successful yourself. as <laughs> My dear, that is, heaven is a different matter. Hmm. And they, they're not talking about hailing you because... Um, uh, um, you're giving them a lot of money or, or, or no, whatever. People, people like people to always acknowledge the good that they do. I say, hey, be careful now to leave some things for heaven so that um, nobody needs to know. You know, that's why I love Jesus Christ thought he said, well, you are doing good. Make sure your right hand doesn't know what your left hand is doing. And do you know that I've been in church, you know, <laughs> you know because they, they want to collect money. They said, this is not a matter of right and left and not knowing. Let right and left know together. Ah. So bring out here, if you bring out here, uh, uh, Muri, bring out here, honestly, what you have heard in church because of the wrong attitude to money is unbelievable. That they have the, the, the temerity to counter the word of God because they want to collect large offering. Anyway, so, so the attitude to money is the, where the problem is. It's not with the money itself. And, and then when we do good, please, let us, let, let us not uh, uh, hanker after the adulation of men because you are going to lose all your reward in heaven for whatever good you are doing. You know. Okay. What to you who are full, for you shall hunger. That is, this, is, this is what we call self-satisfaction. So, uh, 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 that's what um, I was telling. I, I, was, I was preaching in certain place about um, a limited gospel. You know, what is a limited gospel? A limited gospel is where the goal of the gospel is limited. You know, if the goal of the gospel is prosperity and increase and wealth, so the wealth don't need to come anymore. You know, that's a limited gospel. But if it is the kingdom of God, you know, eternity with God, aha, uh -huh, then you know what you're doing and where you're going. Okay? So those who are full, you know, they, they've obtained the goal, you know, particularly when churches teach the, all this type of goal, then the, 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 the wealthy, the comfortable, you know, the, somebody told me the other day that um, uh, um, he was uh, a member of his church, called him to come to his uh, house dedication. And he said he went there. Oh, so what he saw was really astounding. You know, that they had these curtains, you know, on remote control. You draw the curtains on remote control. You draw this one is on remote control. The other one. <laughs> he said he just watched this thing. I said, yes, it doesn't matter. Provided, provided. You don't then think that that is, that is heaven. You know, you can build, you know, 
curtains are on remote control. Uh, you can program this and program the other. Yes, you know, but provided it doesn't give this self-satisfaction that you have now come into your kingdom. You have now provided you don't have that mindset because God is looking at everybody in their hearts. So there is nothing wrong in, in having a, a stupendous wealth, you know, provided it, it doesn't control you now, you know, because that's the problem with the rich food. He, he said, my soul, relax. Woo, you have so much laid up for many years. Eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> and, then, and then God came in and said, uh-oh, that's not the way. You know, so, so it's important for us to understand our Lord Jesus Christ on wealth. He, that he did not say that uh, uh, his, his disciples cannot be wealthy. To the contrary, but that they should not trust in uncertain riches. And they should not trust in wealth. So, so when he says here, what to those who are full, he's talking about those who have self-satisfaction because of their material circumstances. Okay? And then, which other one did he say? Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. Now, of course, you know, we mentioned this before. This is not the weeping of uh, grief of uh, the bereaved. No, this is the weeping of, uh, uh, over their sins. You know, this is the weeping over their sins. They're so grieved that are living lives that uh, offend God, that are doing things that God is not happy with. And they are really in mourning, praying for strength, for power to to rise above their, their, their frailties and love and serve God in holiness and righteousness. This is what it is. So there is no uh, 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 place that says uh, a Christian should not strive and be ambitious to succeed, you know, in the things of this world. But you should not put their heart in it. That's why the scripture said, if wealth increase, set not your heart on it. Mm. Set not your heart on it, you know. So, so, so now, um, um, then the, the next one says, Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. That's a particularly dangerous one because people have the tendency to have people say nice things about them. You know, we recognize so and so and the other and the other. <laughs> I said, please be careful now. You know, don't, uh, you, you, you cannot control what people say about you, but don't, don't hanker after it. Or, or like one um, one uh, pastor, he went to a naming ceremony and um, he came a little late, you know. So, so, so um, the people had already started. But then after he came, they didn't stop to acknowledge uh, our father in the Lord that has just arrived. You know, they continued um, the, the program they are doing. So, you know, when we came to the uh, pastor's community, he was so annoyed. That how can how can somebody, a pastor come in? You don't stop to acknowledge his presence. Hey, I say, I say, see my trouble. <laughs> Good, that's all right. <laughs> you know, so 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 these are all the things that create the problem. This and this is what our Lord Jesus Christ is talking about. You know, so so don't, don't go there now, and 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 be fair, to want to be acknowledged. You know, people say wonderful things. The, the man of God, this and the other. Hey. 
So when people do as if, oh, well, the things that our Lord Jesus Christ taught don't matter. I said, Shabi, you are going to his heaven. You will soon see it there. You know? You are going to his heaven. Except you, want, you have duty a heaven where you are going to yourself. But if you all are going to stand before the judgment seat of Christ, we better pay heed, pay close attention to all the things that he taught. Because he's telling us as a man, who came down from heaven. Okay. So anyway, we pray that um, everywhere we go, we must teach this gospel that brokenness, humility, uh, 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 um, uh, a, a contrite spirit that, and, and a faith in God that trusts him for everything from the smallest pain that we have to the highest blessing, which is our soul's salvation. You are dependent mm -hmm. on God. At no time are you sitting down comfortable that I have it now. I have it all. No. No. You keep working out your salvation, like the Apostle Paul said, with fear and trembling every single day of our lives. Amen. 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 Amen.